Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Yesterday, LGBT couples staged kissing protests outside the doll to demand hate crime legislation. Uh, protesters gathered together to kiss, hug, hold hands to highlight the lack of hate crime law in Ireland. Ireland is one of the few countries in the EU, according to the report, which has no purpose-built legislation to deal with hate crimes. I don't necessarily agree with that, by the way. We do have an Incitement Hatred Act, but anyway, which means that there are no public statistics available on hate crimes or racist attacks. Eddie McGuinness, uh, one of the organisers of the Dublin Pride Festival, led the crowd in a kissing protest dubbed Shift the Hate Away. It's difficult, he said, at times, to walk down the street holding my husband's hand because you do not get the glances. You still get the glares. And also you get the very Verbal abuse of people calling you names, said Mr. McGuinness, who is the victim of a homophobic attack several years ago. He said that the reporting system for hate crimes needs to be improved, while the courts need to have the powers to ensure that individuals pay for the crimes that they do. Legislation, he said, needs to come up to standard where uh, we need it. It's not taking anyone's voice away. It's actually giving more power to Angarda Sheikhana and also the judges to actually be able to deal with instances of both verbal and physical abuse. He called uh, on anyone attacked to report it to the Gardaí. He said hate crime is a fact. Hate crime is not going away. Now, of course, we, we're going to argue with this in a few minutes. And I, I'm really kind of somehow on the fence in relation to it. And I'll tell you why in a second. Organisers said the protest was sparked by a marked increase in violent acts against LGBT people. And a spokesperson for the Department of Justice said that there's, the research is being finalised and when completed, Minister for Justice Charlie Flanagan will bring forward proposals for new hate crime legislation. The spokesperson added that the Department is working to update Ireland's criminal law on both hate speech and hate crime as an urgent priority. Uh, the protest comes as last month's government launched a public consultation on hate speech as part of its move to update uh, legislation on the issue. But tonight I want to know if you think it is an issue or you believe it's an issue that should be dealt with with legislation. Some people against the idea of enforcing hate crime legislation say it's an attack on free speech, trying to control free speech, and that the current laws already cover hate speech. They say that an attack of any nature is an act of assault and it is up to the guards to enforce the legislation that's already actually there. So let's look at what I'm talking about here. Say, if we take, say, two gay men are walking down the street and they're holding hands and a group of assholes decide to start calling them names and attack them and beat them up. There is already legislation there for that. It's called assault. It doesn't matter whether you're gay, whether you're straight, whether you're black, whether you're white, where you're from. If you're assaulted in this country, it's against the law. It shouldn't matter where you're from. Because what we're doing then is we're marginalising people by saying, well, we should bring better laws in just for yous or for minorities because they deserve better legislation. No, they don't. They deserve the same legislation and protection as everybody else. If somebody, for example, calls somebody a name. Now, calling people names is a sign of an idiot. Anybody who starts, you know, calling gay people faggots or queers or uh, calling black people names or calling other minority names is an asshole and we know that but I don't know whether there should be a law against being an asshole I mean I suppose we should be the bigger people be you gay or be you straight or be you black or be you white or whatever you happen to be and walk away from that in relation to what happens online which is what this legislation would be targeted towards what happens on social media if somebody is inciting hatred 
To give an example, if somebody puts up a tweet tomorrow and says, I think all gay people should be killed. That's incitement to hatred. And there's laws against that. And I would hope that the person would feel the full rigour of the law. If somebody puts up online, I disagree with the LGBT community and I don't believe homosexuality is right. That's their view. You can't take their view away from them. Just like you think it is right or you think heterosexuality is right or you think some people think heterosexuality is wrong, whatever. People are entitled to opinions. And the fear that if you go down the road of bringing in specific legislation on hate speech, it's who defines what's hate speech. What one person's hate speech might be another person's opinion. Now, I know there's very obvious, you know, hate speech. But again, I say that's covered under the current legislation of incitement to hatred. Maybe we could look at those laws. Maybe we could change those laws slightly. Um, But I believe bringing in new legislation for hate speech, I think all that will happen is it will control speech. Bringing in new laws against physical attacks against gay people, for example, we don't, I personally don't believe we need it. If the Garda Shia Khan do their job, which they should, and the courts do their job, if somebody is gay and they're attacked because they're gay, or be, but it, doesn't, it doesn't actually matter why they're attacked. When you think about it logically, it's irrelevant why somebody is attacked. It's assault, and the person should go to a jail for attacking you. It doesn't matter whether he attacked you because you're gay or because you're not gay. It's, it doesn't matter. Nobody should be assaulted. So, do we really need the legislation? Some people believe we do because they believe it sends out a strong message that, uh, you know, specific legislation is in place to protect minorities, be it LGBT or be it people of different races, colours or creeds. And they believe we need specific legislation which would stop people being racist, homophobic, transphobic, whatever it happens to be, whatever phobic it happens to be. And it would discourage people from doing those things. So let me know what you think. Do you think Ireland needs new hate crime laws or the laws to be reinforced? Yes, you believe we do need them. Maybe you're gay and you've experienced this. Or maybe you are of a different colour or you're a different origin and you've experienced racism or you're a different religion. Let me know. I'd love to talk to you. And do you believe we need special legislation to protect you? Uh, the number is 087-188-008. That's 87 and uh, you can WhatsApp us or you can text us or if you want to give us a call, you want to come on the air, you can. 1850-410-494. Peter, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Peter? How's it going, Noel? Good, Peter. I mean, Peter, I mean, okay, they had their protest yesterday, a kiss in. Uh, Another the, protest. <laughs> Another protest. It's just like well, every day. Honestly, <laughs> I'm getting sick to the teeth of it. This country is just becoming a joke. An absolute joke. When, like... Well, people have a right to protest, in? Peter. Right, well, do you have that pride protest now? Do you have that kiss and hug protest? What protest are the they going to The pride is next? not a protest. It's a celebration, isn't it? It's a celebration. Yeah, but it's a protest them that, and they're prideful in what they do. Like, what more do they want? They have their day, pride day. They have their buses painted. I now mean, I don't, I don't know whether you heard. Or not, well, let me, let me give you an example, Peter. Well, you know, last, ooh, two weeks ago, we had a guy on the air during the day. You might have heard him. And he had arranged to meet somebody that he met on, on Grinder or Tinder or whatever it was. And when he got there, it was a group of guys who knew he was gay and they beat him up, hit him with a hammer, um, all sorts. And, you know, and that's wrong. All right? That's wrong. 100%. Absolutely. Absolutely. They called him names. They called him a pedo and a faggot and all sorts of names. And they beat him up. And, but the, the point I would make is there was already legislation there, which is assault. Yeah. Common assault. But exactly. 
So why bring in new legislation to cover hate speech? Do we not belong in a country where you have freedom of speech, where you're able to have your own opinion, you're able to have your own beliefs, and you're able to do and raise your children the way you want them? Because that's not something that we have, a freedom of speech and our own opinion. Are these people going to dictate to us what we can and can't say now? Like all, all legislation is in already. Look, if somebody calls someone a name, get over it. You know what I mean? Like, I was a drug addict. I was called a junkie. That's what I was. I got over it. You know? These people are being, oh, you're a gay. They're gay. Get over it. You know what I'm saying? If, if they're assaulted... Yeah, but nobody, nobody calls you... There. But nobody turns around and says, hey, you, you straight fecker, you... So, exactly. So, but, so nobody's going to do that to you, but yet gay people, you know, I'm not gay, you're not gay, so we're not familiar with it, but I'm sure, you know, if they're walking down the road holding their partner's hand, which I would do with my own partner on a regular basis, they probably yeah. get called names because there are arseholes out there. I mean, I understand that, you know, obviously you're Christian and you don't agree with homosexuality, yeah. that's fine, right? But yeah. in saying that, you're not going to, if you see two lads walking towards you holding hands, you aren't going to shout over names at them. And I understand you're like, oh, no. of course you're not. I'm going to give them a bang at the Bible and tell them to repent. I'm not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> but they in saying that, there are people, yeah, but there are arseholes out there that will do that. And I suppose oh, they want to send a strong message out to those people that you can't do that. Yeah, but this is, this is politics as well, remember, Noel. This is a politician who was uh, so-called heckled down in the farm and the ploughing championships and some man was saying to him about what was going on in the country and he he wants to bring this in to cover politicians as well. It's not just to cover, um, you know, gay people or other stuff like that. It's to cover a whole range of different... Yes, of course, yes. Hate speech is not just about gay people, it's about everything, yes. Yeah, and no politician should... If a politician is questioned by someone in public... They should be answering. They're answerable to the public people that, that support, that pay their wages. Absolutely, but, the, but they, don't, they don't have to answer people who are abusive to them. No, but this fellow wasn't abusive. He just asked them. I've seen the video of it. What was that? I didn't was, see that. What was that? Explain to me. It was the TD now that's trying to bring in this hate speech thing. Charlie Flanagan, is it? Charlie Flanagan was down the farm in the ploughing competition. And a man went up to him and asked him... Um, didn't even, like, wasn't shouting, wasn't screaming, and was like, are you happy with the way the country is? Or, uh, you know, not not so much shouting, but saying, it's all your fault that the industry is the way it is, the country is the way it is. Are you ever going to answer up to the things that you're doing wrong? And that was it. And now he's trying his best to get all this legislation brought in so that TDs won't have to answer they can say, oh, it was hate speech. You know what I mean? Like, where is this all going to end? So you, your, your fear is that if we bring in specific legislation for hate crimes, that it will yeah. control what you can and can't say. That's what they're trying to, gonna, gonna try and do. Even on radio, your radio station, we discuss a lot of different topics. You're going to have to dance around and walk around on eggshells now. But I do dance around gone. anyway, Peter, with the greatest respect. We are governed by the Broadcasting Authority. So, yeah. you know, although I tend to give my own opinion on a regular basis yeah. and I leave people and that my argument is which, that people are allowed to challenge me. Yeah, and people are allowed to challenge me if they want to. Yeah, and exactly. They, and they can go on and challenge your opinion. We still have limits. There's still limits to what you can and can't say and what you can exactly. and can't do. 
You know, like, for That's example, I, 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 give people, I, I don't mind saying this, but we're, we're, we're discussing this topic. You're coming on the air. You're telling me you don't want this legislation. I have to give you the alternative argument, which I've been doing for the last five minutes. That's my job. Yeah. So, but, yeah. if I, but if I don't do that, it's seen as being biased. Well, you see, there's other um, broadcasting authorities that are biased mm-hmm. and that don't have, like, I'll give you a particular instance. Back to the Greyhound thing where there was a biased program about what was happening in Ireland and the greyhound industry, and there was nothing, um, there was no people from the greyhound industry to defend it. You're, talking, you're talking about RTE, yes, I know. Yeah, I'm talking about RTE, yeah. Okay, but, yeah, so, but, but as, from what I'm aware, they, but from what I'm aware, there are complaints gone into the Broadcasting Authority in relation to that particular show. Oh, uh, major ones. Yeah, major okay. Ones. And, and, and let's leave it and see, see what the Broadcasting Authority is saying. Normally it takes them about five or six months. And they'll come up with a decision. And then, see, after that, the protest that went on outside Greyhound stadiums, that, that's hate speech. You know what I mean? Don't go in there, you But it's words. But, but, uh, but by your very... Okay, but, yeah, but hang on. By your very theory earlier on, it's words. Get over it. If somebody shouts that's over, you know, Peter, you bleeding dog killer. Right? Yeah. That, that's words. Yeah, and I know I'm not a dog killer, and I uh, go on with No, it. I'm just saying oh, to you, but I'm just saying to you. Yeah. You know what, what I mean? What happened at that, at that Greyhound Stadium with a bus of old-age pensioners getting off and they're being shouted at called murderers because they're going to a night out with our old folks crew or whatever. I'm just saying well, that. Again, again, right, if a protester walks up to the mem- a member of the public and shouts into their face, right, there's like, again, yeah. we don't need specific legislation for that. There is already a law there, and it's called threatening behaviour in a public place under the Public yeah. Order Act. So there's already legislation there for that. And nothing was done about it. This is another well, thing. Well, it's up to the. If there was an old person that felt intimidated, it would be up to them to go to the police or the guard of Shikana and, and make a, a charge somebody. This is another thing, point I want to bring out. Imagine me ringing up the police station and saying, I would like to report a hate speech. I was walking down the road. Somebody called me a junkie, a dog killer. And a Bible basher. A Bible basher. What what are the police going to do? Honestly, in all honesty. Well, well, at the moment, moment, there's very little they can do. Because just by calling somebody a name, unless somebody, you know, tried to get you, wanted to get you killed or encouraged other people to hurt you, that's incitement to hatred, right? If hate speech is passed, and you only ring a police station saying, I was walking down the street and somebody caught me a Bible basher. Do you think that the guards that can't even answer uh, a house that's been broken into takes them three or four hours to get around to that house? Because I know my house has been robbed in the past. You think that they're going to prioritize a person ringing up saying, somebody's Call me names. <laughs> You know what I mean? Okay, well, well, stay there for a second. Let me go to Derianne. Okay, Derianne, well, well, hang on, Hi. Peter. Derianne, I mean, okay, the LGBT community in particular has staged a protest calling for new hate crime legislation, uh, specific hate crime legislation to protect minorities like the LGBT. Uh, do you agree with that? I do, yeah. And I um, and just talking there about would the guards be bothered to, you know, go if somebody called your names? I had an incident coming down. Uh, the main sort of road not too long ago and um, it was lashing rain. I was going to say pissing, but I'll say lashing. And um, a woman got very irate behind me because I stopped and I don't think she could see that the traffic was stopped 
in front of me up a little bit. So I, I stopped back a bit to let a guy out the side when the traffic started um, to move. She proceeds to drive up, park her car at an angle and open my door. And by God, she had me shaking with the abuse she threw at me. But I was quick to get her red. So I pulled into the side of the road. Yeah, but and that's, I'm, and, and, and look no, what I tell you, that's intimidating behaviour. Yeah. But, that, there's laws my, against that. Yeah, but hold on. My point is, Peter was saying, do you think the guards were bothered? The guards did bother about okay, that. Okay, but that, yeah, yeah, but that's, that's, a, that's, that's a complete, that's, that's, a, hate that's, that's a hate speech. That's abuse. That's that's actually intimidating behaviour. If she opened the door of your car, that's invading your personal space. Oh, I know. That's intimidating behaviour. That's yeah, under the public my, order act. She should be arrested. Yeah, but my point was that the guards did act and they wouldn't let me drive my car till I got a cup of coffee because they saw yeah, how I know. upset I was. Okay, so, and, that's fair, yeah, and that's fair enough and fair play to them. That's their job. But yeah, that's but okay, so let, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example, Jerry. And let's just say, um, I don't know if you, you've got blonde hair, have you? Who? You. Yeah. Okay. So you're driving and you do exactly what happens. And she drives up beside you, rolls down the window and roars over, you stupid blonde-headed bitch, and drives on, right? Yeah. Do you believe that's a cr- that should be a crime? No, I just ignore like Peter said. Okay, but, but, but is, is, is that not ignore. what we're calling for? We're calling for legislation. For, well, for hate crimes like that man that was beaten up in, in Kulak. I mean, but that's, that's but hang on, but we're all missing the point here. That's already a crime. We don't need extra legislation for that. It's already a crime. It doesn't matter whether he's gay, straight or trans or... It doesn't matter. He was but beaten up. See, it's assault. It's already a crime. Call, but no, he was picked out because he was gay and um, and assaulted. But, it, so but, it, but, it's, but it's still... I tried to yeah, Melina when I argued with this earlier on. It's irrelevant how he was picked out, how they got him there, why relevant. they got him. It's not relevant. It is relevant. It's still assault. No, um, no, it is relevant because they are more vulnerable in the public. And I was once accused by a village of running a brothel in a house I was renting. You know, when you, when you stand out in, as any sort of a different person in society, believe me. Okay, and I, ag- I agree with you. Yes, they are more vulnerable in society, particularly, say, if they're kissing their boyfriend or holding hands. There are idiots out there who would do stupid things. But the point I'm making to you is, if somebody does something silly and assaults them, or if somebody call, you know, are, uh, is, is motivating other people to hurt them, there are laws there already for that. Yes, but they, they are already, since that man was um, attacked in Kulak, and as far as I know, they still haven't got anybody for well, that. Well, yeah, yeah. And um, the guards did start to look at um, penciling in, uh, you know, putting, naming people onto their pulser, their pulse system for hate crime. Well, you see, what they're trying to bring in is, you could call it a slagging. No, that, that, you could call it a slagging. No, yeah, but that's what they're trying to bring in. It's like sla- you're slagging somebody and calling them names and saying okay, you're this and you're that. Okay, well, let, well, let, me, let me give you an example. So, so let's just say the man that was beaten up, and we interviewed him here in the air, a lovely chap, right? Lovely and, I, and I hope they find the people that did it to him because they really shook him up badly and I hope those people go to jail for it, right? But let's just say that he got out of the car on that particular day and there was two young fellows who wound him up and just shouted over him, hey, faggot, it was us, right? I'm just giving you an example. Right, do you believe those people should go to jail for doing that? No, but I, I'm talking about... But, it, but, but isn't that what we're talking about? No, you're talking about hate crime. Hey, and, and they want to make speech a crime. Well, now, where is that done in writing? 
But it's their new hate speech laws. Hate crimes. They want to include hate speech in the law. And and when you talk about beating somebody up, why specifically would it be different to beat up a gay person, a straight person, a black person? It doesn't matter. You're still beating somebody up. There's a law against it. I know. But I told you some, some people, unfortunately, and they shouldn't be more vulnerable in society because of the way people act. But I do, unless I see where it's written that they want to include, you know, somebody calling me a name, if I was brought up everybody... That's what the life, whole show is about. But you said hate crime. Yeah, yeah, because they want to make hate speech a crime. As well as as verbal and physical. And where is that written? It's going to be written in the new legislation they're putting together. They're currently at the moment uh, looking at new legislation. They have a panel together to look at legislation for hate speech. Well, no, I wouldn't agree with the hate speech. Well, it's all part of the law that they want to bring in. but, but, But if people don't agree with that, then it shouldn't be there. But, I mean, if somebody calls you a name, I mean, come on, what can you do about it? Like, okay. who's going to seriously... Well I, well, I think that's what really we're talking about. I think that's the most important part of what we're talking about today is tonight is the, is the hate speech part. But I, I believe in relation to the, the, the physical act of assaulting somebody, again, I don't see why we need new laws because or hate crimes as laws, these physical acts, because it's already illegal to assault somebody. Well, stay, well, stay there. Maybe you believe it differently. Uh, I want to go to Brendan as well. Brendan, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Brendan? How's it going, Niall? Uh, This is very, very complicated, this conversation in some way when you think about it, because on one hand, we've got legislation there which already protects people against assault. doesn't matter whether you're gay, straight, black, white, or it doesn't matter what you are, right? And on the other hand, we have to be careful how we deal with speech because we we can't go down the road of controlling speech either. Yeah, but on the same, like, I would agree that we do need hate crime and hate speech legislation in this country, and I, I think it is something that is important you have the right to say what you want, but you do need to realise that your words have a massive impact. Oh, you are responsible for what you say. And you have to be responsible for what you say. If you want to stand up and say that that um, people of colour are wrong, people of colour need to be killed, etc. That's a, well, that's already in the act. Incitement to hatred, isn't it? Incitement, but incitement to hatred and hate speech, hate speech are pretty much one and the same. Well, they're not. This is the problem. Who decides what's hate speech? Because, you know, what you believe might be hate speech, I believe might be somebody's opinion. Well, someone has People are entitled to their opinions. People are certainly entitled to their opinions and they're certainly entitled to voice them, but they have to be, they have to be willing and able to stand over that opinion. I mean, if, if somebody turned around, albeit on social media or, you know, verbally to somebody else and says, you know, I believe all particular minorities should be killed, that's incitement to hatred, right? There's already a law there for that. Those people should be, you know, taken to task, fined, go to jail, whatever the law happens to say, right? But if somebody turns around and said, you know, I think this particular minority people uh, are dangerous, right? That's all that is, is an opinion. Now, the opinion might be completely misinformed and incorrect, but it is an opinion. It's something that you have to look, I think, at the intent behind the, the intent behind the word. You also need to look at the effect it has. Like turning around, turning around and calling you like a straight breeder or whatever, you may laugh it off. Mm-hmm. But if if you turn around to um, to a person, a member of the LGBT community, and tell them, Joe, you're going to you're you're gay. It's wrong. 
Okay, well, okay. Let me give you let me give you a good example here. Peter's on the other line. Peter's on the, Peter is a Christian, right? Yeah. And um, he's a very devout Christian. And I'm I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but I assume that Peter believes that homosexuals will go to hell. All right, uh, because he studies the Bible. So let's just say he's uh, sorry, Peter. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is that what you would believe? No, I believe in hate the sin, but love the sinner. Okay, and and unless somebody who is homosexual. Um, as you would use the word homosexual, I would use the word gay. But unless somebody is, is, is homosexual and doesn't repent, I believe that Bible-believing Christians would believe they would go to hell if they don't repent. Yeah. Okay, all right. So let's just say Peter puts his view, Brendan, onto Facebook or onto Twitter or says it to a, a group of gay people. Is that hate speech? It's incredibly misinformed and theologically inaccurate. But is it hate speech? It's- well, if, it's said with if he believes it. If it's said with the intention of causing hurt, I don't believe that saying something like that is, is, is even with love. And it is, it is something that um, in the Bible it does say that, um, that love is the fulfillment of the law, Romans 13.10. And it is a case that if you do something in hate, if you do something that comes from, that comes from uh, like love doesn't harm your neighbour, I don't know a religion that agrees with homosexuality. So, so, the, 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 so the problem we're going to have when we go down a hate speech law is that Peter ultimately has a right to protection under the Equality Act as well as a gay person, remember the LGBT community. They both have a right to protection under the law. Now, he, his views, we'll take the example of Israel Folau there a while ago, the rugby player in Australia, when he mentioned that drunkards, adulterers, um, idolizers and homosexuals will go to hell. And he put it up onto Facebook and he lost his job and he lost his, his position on the team and people were demanding that he be doing all sorts of things to him, flog him out of the middle of the street. I don't know what they wanted to do to him. But anyway, his argument was, I'm a Bible-believing Christian. That's my view. He, went, he didn't back down, didn't apologize for it. So... Who are we to tell him that he can't have that view? I don't agree with him. I think he's wrong. I think Peter is wrong too when he says something like that because I don't believe in God. But who, are, who am I to tell him that he can't hold that view? You see, the thing is that Peter's entitled to hold that view. So is Israel Flaus, okay? But they have to be accountable for what they say and they have to be accountable for their actions. Um, like, the, the thing is that the particular passage that Israel Flaus, um quoted from the Bible is actually a very hotly disputed one in that the, the homosexual only actually appeared in the Bible in 1946. So there's quite a lot of debate within Christianity and theological debate surrounding this translation of the Bible that has persecuted LGBT people for the last almost 100 years. Well, that famous uh, line that uh, man should not lie with mankind. Uh, Leviticus, uh, man should not lie with man. Or animals, or animals, as Peter just rightly said. <laughs> or animals, and let's let's be honest as well. Um, Leviticus also prohibits the wearing of mixed fabric, grazing your cattle and sheep in the same field. It says that a woman who's on her period is unclean and should be stoned. Leviticus goes. Joe, there's an awful lot written in the bit. Okay, well, well, okay, well, let, well, let me ask Peter that. But, but okay, Peter, you yeah, know, I, I know you're you're a pastor. You're a pastor, Peter, aren't you? Yeah. Okay, so do you have your own church? Have you? Yeah, I have. Okay, all right. Now, have you ever been preaching in relation to homosexuality or the the hot issues that are around today, abortion and other things, such things? Have you ever preached in relation to those? 
in I'd say in the last month I have preached about stolen identity, how people have lost their identity and lost their way in life with this uh, new um you can be anything. <laughs> oh, you mean uh, self-identification, in other words, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so I've preached that you should know your own identity. That you were, when you were born, you were given an identity. You were given your manhood or your womanhood. And that's what you need to know. That you don't let anybody steal your identity. But where, where does it say in the Bible, by the way, that it's, you, you know, it's not moral to be transgender? Well, it doesn't specifically talk cause, because it wasn't well, around then, well, in France. Well, how do we know? Well, how do you know it wasn't? How do you know it wasn't around? I wasn't around two thousand years ago either. So, how do you know it wasn't around? Because it's not mentioned in the Bible. But the the, but it doesn't mention it doesn't mention in the Bible that Jesus, you know, might have you know had sex some night or masturbated or so or had a wee. It doesn't mention everything in the Bible. Exactly, but it, what it does mention is, <laughs> and you don't need the Bible to mention this when you're born. We're a teenager, you're a man. And when you're born with the other thing, you're a woman. You okay, don't need no Bible to tell you. I, I, okay, that's fair enough, and I, I'll accept your view on that. But but it doesn't also mention the Bible that at some point in your life, if you feel that you want to change, it doesn't mention the Bible that it somehow prohibits it. No, no. There's always a chance for change, and the Bible always talks about forgiveness, change. Okay, okay. Well, then, and, well, go ahead. So, well, then, well, then why preach? Okay. Oh, sorry, I went off on the tangent there anyway. Uh, okay, so the point, I suppose, that Brendan is making is that your view... Possibly maybe not yours, Peter, because you're a nice guy and you're generally on the show and you're quite calculated in the way you speak. But but there are people like you. We spoke to Pastor Stephen Anderson on the the, the air before. You, you remember? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and Pastor Stephen Anderson, for example, was delighted that gay men were shot in Florida. Pastor Stephen yeah, Anderson said that God w- God hates gay men. And he used words like that. I mean, do, you, that do you believe that sort of speech should be jailable? No. That speech is... Complete. That's not Christian speech. What Christian speech is that God has love for people. Okay, no so but do you believe what he said should be classed as a hate crime? Yes, big time. Well, then, well, then, you, well, then you are kind of agreeing with it, then, aren't you? No, 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 no. My opinion is that God is a God of love and has compassion on these people and would like them to change. I'm not. God is not up there with a big hammer saying kill them, you know what I mean? Slice their heads off, cut their things off. That's not what Christianity is. Christianity is, is teaching people that, you know, it's, God is a God of love and forgiveness. Mm-hmm. If you turn from what you're doing and be a, a normal person, a Christian, or then everything's all right. Well, sorry, Brendan, well, Brendan if I could ask you, see, my concern, mm-hmm. you know, when we start going down the road of new legislation for hate crimes or hate speech... And by the way, I don't condone, you know, beating people up for be it their sexuality or their, this colour of their skin. I don't condone, you know, inciting hatred against people for their sexuality or the colour of their skin or their minority. I don't condone any of that. But I think it's very difficult when we talk about verbal, the, the, the speech part of it, right? To, you know, who is going to be the adjudicator that decides that's not an opinion? That's hateful. Because we've seen quite a lot of protests recently, for example, against asylum seekers. Um, that would be good, a good example to use at the moment. Some people are calling them racists, whereas other people are saying, well, hold on, no, they're just protecting their communities. So, you know, I mean, is that considered to be hate speech if you say, I don't want asylum seekers living next door to me? You see, that, there, there is a fine line there. 
Actually, actually Brendan, do me a favour. I'm going to get Ashley to ring you back on a different line because your line is really low. Unless you're on a speaker. Are you on a speakerphone? I'm on a speakerphone. One second. Okay. That'll be that great. That might be a bit better. Oh, that's much better. Much better, Brendan. Okay, Thanks. sorry. Um, but I think, that the, I think that the main thing with hate speech and the main thing with hate crimes, it's not, it, it's not so much even what is said. It's the intent behind it and the intentional effect of it, because language is a massive, language is a huge tool, okay? And the pen, the tongue, is, mu- is much mightier than the sword. Like, you can do so much damage with what you say and how you phrase things to someone. Like, I'm, I'll, give you, I'll give you just two quick examples of recent experience that I've had. Um, my fiancé and I were walking through the city recently, and from the car park to uh, get dinner. And we held hands. Just an innocuous little thing. Mm-hmm. And a woman walked behind us, hissing and shouting, sinners, etc., etc., at us. Okay? Yeah, she's an asshole. There's no doubt about that. The woman <laughs> needs to find Jesus, I'll tell you that much. Okay, yeah. But, but the thing is, and, and it's what she was saying was quite hateful because what she was doing was making, like, it had the effect of making us feel so much less, of making us really want to slither away. We let go of each other's hands. Just stuff like that. It's, it's the little... But, see, but, then, but then you're worse to do, to let go of each other's hands. I wouldn't let people like that beat me. You know what I mean? I wouldn't well, let people like oh, that maybe... I, you see, it's, it's, very, it's very easy to say that when you come from... Uh, when you come from a position of heterosexual privilege where you haven't grown up with people using words. Like, I'll just, for example, when at the outset of, of this piece when you started speaking about you know, hateful words and that, you would no problem using the Q word and the F word on air. But when you Well, I use as an people, example. But, I use as an example. But, yeah, but yes. when you spoke with people of colour, you didn't say the N word. But the Q word and the F word are just as powerfully hateful the LGBT community as the N word is to the coloured community. And I know you're that... getting arrested. <laughs> no, I, but I, 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 no but... I think I think Ben has been very <laughs> has been fair in his argument. Sorry, Ben, and continue. But you see, but you see the thing. You see, the thing is that. No, I, I, and you know what? You're actually one hundred percent right because as I said it, I was conscious of that. And that and that's the thing. It's that. It's that, but is that not the? I could give you a similar analogy. Yeah, but I would give you a similar analogy. Similar analogy, like you would notice in media, we have no problem slagging off the Catholic Church, but we do have a problem slagging off Islam uh, because obviously the backlash and maybe the possible threats you would get if you slagged off Islam would be a lot riskier than slagging off Christianity. So mm-hmm. I suppose it's, yes, there, there is a normalisation about it, Brendan, that we feel it's okay or acceptable. But, we, I mean, we did, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, we had the whole argument last year, last Christmas, actually, this time last year, over the song uh, Fairy Tale New York and the word faggot being used, which was mm-hmm. a ridiculous argument, Brendan, because realistically oh, it's oh. been in the song for years. It's one look, of my favourite songs. Yeah. You know what, if you go into any gay club around the country... It is one of the most popular Christmas songs where everyone dances around and sings it. And sings the word faggot at a really high volume, right? And, yeah. So but, 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 yeah, also, but hold on. But gay, but, but, uh, but gay people call each other queers. 
Uh, well, I suppose just like black people use the N-word, see? I use the N-word there. Um, they, and gay people use the word faggot as well. I've heard gay people because uh-huh. I have gay friends and they've used it on a regular basis, right? Yep. And uh, they use it all the time. There's programs on TV, Queer as Folk and other such programs that use the word queer. Queer is seemingly a, uh, an empowering word, I believe, according to the gay community, uh, to use the word queer. As long as I, I mean, for example, in my situation or example earlier wrong, as long as you're not use the word, using the word intentionally uh, to upset somebody or offend somebody, just like black mm. people will turn around to each other and use the word, and I'm going to say it, for example, the word nigger, but they will say it, you know, as terms of endearment to each other. I mean, if you mm-hmm. say it with intent to offend somebody, well, then, of course, it becomes different. No, are you a member of the Klu Klux Klan? <laughs> You're just slagging me now, Peter. Sorry, but Brandon, continue. But to, see the, but to see you've just pointed out the whole idea behind hate speech law and hate crime law, it's not the use of the word, it's the intention behind it. But like, what, yeah, but what can we realistically do about that? So th- let's say, go back to this woman who was walking behind you, right? So she's sneering at you, you know she's mm-hmm. belittling you. Did she actually, did, did she verbalise, did she use any, what did she say? She just, she just was obviously a, um, a Christian. was obviously a plastic Christian. I wouldn't call her a Christian. Right. If you act like that, you're not a Christian. But anyway, um, there's, um, she, she used those types of words. She was sinners, disgusting, that kind of thing. But the thing is that someone like that, someone like that, like personally, we just like my my fiance and I are both Christian. We're both homosexual, and we have. We, we accept ourselves. We, we know that God accepts us for who we are and, and blesses our relationship. I know that Peter would disagree with that, and I respect that he disagrees with that because he comes from a different theological standpoint. He doesn't disagree with that out of hate. Peter wouldn't even agree that you could possibly be Christian and be gay at the same time. Probably. No. But, you see, but you see, the thing is that, so how can you be Christian and be obese at the same time because you are... You are uh, you are embodying the sin of gluttony unrepentantly. Um, uh, you know how could you be how could you be a, a single mum, for example, Peter, and be Christian? For God's sake, you, 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 like, you must have had sex before marriage. There's a I lot of there's a lot of uh, unmarried mothers in our church. A lot of people from. Would you let this, gay people in your church? No, not yet. But you but you let a single mum in your church who is equally a perpetual sinner. No, no, no. According to the Bible, by the way, not according to me. Have you got gay people in the church? Sorry. No, no. I thought you said, "Have you got gay?" Okay, people? but would you allow gay people in church? Yeah, and I'd preach the gospel to them. Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't stop them from being there. No, wouldn't stop them at all from walking through the door. Okay, okay. Well, look, I think that's reasonable. Eh? So you wanted to say, Peter, something before we let you go because we've got to clear that line. Oh, say, Brendan, say, say with me, please. If this hate speech is brought in, your famous word will have to go. Go or snipe. <laughs> you I love that. That, that, is my fa- that is my favourite word. There's a fair few of them in this country. Stay there, please, if you possibly can. I need to go to Margaret. Uh, Margaret, you're on Classic Kids. How are you doing, Margaret? Hi there. How are you? Good. Margaret, you're involved in the legal profession. That's right, yeah. Okay, now, this legislation that's been called for, I mean, they had the protest outside the doll yesterday, the kissing protest outside the yeah. doll, which is for, for hate crimes and hate speech. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, the, as we speak, um, you know, they're looking at this particular legislation. They've sent, uh, they're looking for a report on it, and Charlie Flanagan is waiting back for this report to see what mm-hmm. he should do about it. Do you believe it's a good idea? Well, I mean, I haven't seen a draft of the legislation or of the bill or anything yet. Um <clears throat> But in general, no, I don't agree with that, with anything that um, 
uh, curtails freedom of speech. It's an absolutely fundamental human right and it's, it's vital to an open and free uh, democracy. Do we have freedom of speech in Ireland or just freedom of expression? No, we have freedom of speech. I didn't think we had. I thought the Americans were the only ones that had that. I thought we had freedom no, of expression, which is very similar, mind you. But Yeah, I mean, it's a, a freedom of, of expression is sort of an umbrella term under which you can have, you know, the mm. arts, theatre, speech, cinema, whatever. Okay. But, but my point is that it's already covered. Hate, sorry, not hate crime laws, but, but um, a law... Uh, Incitement to hatred. Publication, yes. Yes. Incitement to hatred, which I think dates from the 80s. And defamation is covered. Defama- well, you have def- def- defamation was updated in 2009, mm-hmm. the 2009 Act. But, I mean, so you have that remedy if somebody is slandering you or is causing you harm by slandering your good name or, you know, damaging your business you have a remedy there. But what about um, a remedy for, for Brendan and his partner holding hands and somebody starts quoting the Bible and calling him a sinner and he's going to go to hell? What about a remedy well, for that? You know, I'm sorry, but you're a grown-up. People, people are going to be dicks, if I, if I can use that word on air. They're going to do that. You're a grown-up. You just have to, you just have to wear it. So sticks and stones, sense. basically. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean... You know, there there are already, as you already pointed out earlier on, there are there is already um, legislation uh, prohibiting the use of obscene or threatening or abusive language in public, which is the public um, order. Act. The public order act, yes. Yeah. So I mean, if if that was a situation, we say in Temple Bar outside a pub, there's a whole lot of people hanging around, and somebody's screaming at you, such a gay couple, and a guard happens to hear, and the, the gay couple are willing to, I suppose make a statement or go to court and give evidence. Well, fair enough. I mean, absolutely, if there's evidence that the crime has been committed, you know. Uh, but, I mean... Would you, well, 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 Brendan, would you not accept that? And I mentioned this already. You know, if somebody is acting in a threatening behaviour towards you and making, you know, uh, I don't know, using obscene language towards you about the fact that you're gay in, pub, in a public mm-hmm. place, I mean, that's already against the law. It's... it's for me, it's a, it's a case of having the law there, having... Like having the law hate is speech, there. It's already but there. as in having having an actual name on it because well, there is a name it, it on is it. There is a name on it. It's called it, the Public it is Order some, Act. It, it is something with with regard to that. No, it's, but you you missed the point. The law, to, everything you've said, you know, Margaret and I, I think myself, I haven't given you an answer. But there's already laws there. There's names on those laws. You've got incitement to hatred, defamation of character, yeah. or the Public Order Act, assault. Uh, so you've all these laws yeah. here. And what I yeah. what I see here, Brennan, is the gay community, and not just the gay community, by the way, because other communities and minorities are looking for this as well, right? Are looking for specific protection and specific laws to protect them against people who want to have, maybe, in some cases, it could be considered to be an opinion. Yeah, I mean, insulting a gay person or a black person or a multiple person or whatever else is no different from, a, from insulting anybody or using abusive or insulting beha- uh, language to them in a public place. It's no different. And obviously, incitement to hatred, as again you've already pointed out now, Incitement to hatred or incitement to murder or to violence is a crime already. And that's where, you, that's where the free speech line can, be, can and should be drawn. And it is already drawn. That's, that's actionable. You know, if, if clearly somebody is inciting murder, violence um, um, against, against anybody, not just a minority, that is actionable, that is prosecutable. As, as things stand already. Mm-hmm. So, so, so the problem is, Brendan, we're looking at, you know, specific legislation 
to protect minorities against being insulted. And I think we're going too far. I think the danger of that, I think Margaret's pointing out, the danger of that is, is that we're not just bringing in hate speech le- legislation. It's almost like, let's control speech. Yeah. I wouldn't... Very, I wouldn't very, well, well, just let Brennan respond to that. Sorry, Margaret. Sorry, Brennan, go ahead. Like, I, I wouldn't 100% agree with that this is controlling speech. I think that it is making, it is making people, more, holding people more accountable to what they're saying in public and what they're saying towards people. Um, yes, there is the incitement of hatred, there, there is the public order, etc. And that is, that is already there. But it is a specific law dealing with minorities and putting the speech element of, elements of, uh, element of it aside, apologies, and putting the, the, the hate speech element of it aside, the um, hate crime um, but what's the it. difference if I it, beat up a straight person or a gay person? What difference does it make? Why I beat the? It doesn't matter why I beat the person up. I still beat them up. I still deserve to go to jail. What's the do, What's the difference? Why Why is it that say if you got beat up and I got beat up that you would be dealt with under a different law and you know and the person who beats you up gets more time than beats me up? What's well, the What's the? Do you understand the point I'm trying to make? Yeah, I understand the point you're trying to make, but there's there there are nuanced differences within that. And it comes down to, as I said before, the intent behind it. Like, what, if, diff- what difference does the intent make? If okay, I beat so, you up because you're gay or I just don't like the colour of your jacket, what difference does the intent make? I've still beat you up and I deserve to go to jail. The intent makes a huge difference. Do you and, think so? And Yes, I do. Because, I'll put it, okay, I'll put it this way. If I'm with a group of friends outside a nightclub somewhere, okay, and... Someone just randomly punches one of my friends and assaults them um, because they don't like the colour of their hair. They're like, you're kind of there going, that guy's an asshole, okay? But if someone comes up to you in your group of friends, singling you out because you're gay, and attacks you because of that, that is a very personalised thing. That's a very... And you think, you think the colour of the hair is not personalised? It, it is that, that, I mean, with the greatest respect, Brendan, that argument not, doesn't make a huge amount of sense. If you randomly attack somebody, you're attacking them. The, anybody who randomly attacks anybody is an asshole. We all know that, right? Are, and they deserve to go before a judge. And if indeed that person is badly injured, they deserve to go to jail. There's no doubt about it. I don't believe the motive behind them or why they felt they needed to hit you should even be relevant. They deserve to go to jail. And there's already a law there for that. I think the motive is very relevant. I don't believe the LGBT community deserves some sort of special protection over me or, or Margaret. I don't know whether Margaret's straight or gay. But I, I don't, um, you know. Essentially, everybody is equal before the law. That's the bottom line here, you know. And that, anything else is unworkable. Everybody um, is equal. If I could make this one... Okay, go ahead, Margaret. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Margaret. I have to go. Um, it was just in relation to the incitement, the existing incitement to hatred uh, laws... They're, they're really, they're, they were drafted kind of pre-internet, so they, they kind of do have to be updated to take account of social media. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, really, they really just feel... Really I would agree. There are one or two individuals like, on social media who need to be taken to task. Well, it's not even social media, but they just need to be updated in general in terms of the media that people use to, to incite hatred or incite violence, rather. Mm-hmm. Violence or murder or another crime. Um, they were really aimed at controlling publications and saying newspapers, books, um, you know, uh, uh, flyers, stuff like that. They do need radio, to yeah. rewritten to take account of social media or the online world. But I mean, certainly, 
to go no further than that, you know? Okay, thank you, Margaret. Sorry, I'll give you a final word. And sorry, go ahead, Ben. Oh, I have to go to Anya so, as well. Sorry, sorry, go ahead, Ben. Okay, so where, where I was about to go there is with regard to the intent behind the action that someone takes when it comes to a hate crime or hate speech, etc. It's it's not just that someone comes and punches me and, and punches you and the difference being, like, it, it's all assault. But the problem is when it comes down to a hate crime, when it comes down to a specific assault because someone is gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, black, white, Muslim, well, that, well, that, well, that covers everybody, really. <laughs> you just said black, white. Sorry, sorry, I had to get it. Anyway. <laughs> you kind of covered everybody there, didn't you? Well, actually, well, hang on, because I have to go to Anya before I wrap this up. She's waiting ages. Sorry, Anya, go ahead. No, you're all right. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry I've left you waiting so long now, and I've only got five minutes, but go on. No, um... I just think what Peter said, you just said there about the Bible. Uh, you said, Actually, tell you what, tell you what, Anya, I don't want to rush you. I don't want to rush you, right? So right. I have to take this break before the top of the hour. So do you yeah. mind waiting another three minutes? No. And no, then and then you can talk your heart away and I'll leave Brendan on the air because I know Brendan might want to talk to you about what you have to say. All right. right okay, okay. So Brendan, are you okay to wait as well? <laughs> all right, okay. Please give, just give me three minutes, all right, because I have to take this break before the top of the air. Yeah, sorry about that, Anya. I didn't want to rush you off the air, so I do apologise. Sorry, Anya, go ahead. Oh, no, yeah, okay. Go ahead. Um, just, I want to ask Peter, so what do you think of the people who come out in hatred against Trump? Oh, he, he, okay, you're not talking to Peter, you're talking to Brendan, is it? Oh, Brendan, is yeah. it? Sorry, yeah, Brendan. What How do you mean people, people who come out? So, the people who protested Trump, protested against his visit and the likes of... Um, Mike Pence. What do you think about um, the people who come out protested against their visit? Or just curious political... Well, okay, let, let him answer us. Sorry? It was a political protest. Yeah, what do you, well, I'm just asking you what you think about it. You think it's you think they had a right to protest? It's organised political protest. There's no, there's, there's no issue with it. Like, it's... So if that's an organised political protest, and if I go and I say organise, say a protest outside a maternity hospital, and um, what do you think of that then? For um, against abortion, it's your right to do so if you wish, but you do have to be responsible for what you say and do in the protest, just right, like anyone would have to be on any protest, right? So you have no problem with um, protesting either way? I think I embrace the right to protest for anyone to do that, but anyone who does protest has to be willing and able to stand over their protest, as in what they say and what they're standing for. Like, right, okay. if, if anyone wants to, to protest, if anyone wants to, if anyone wants to, to say anything with regard to that, that's, that's completely their business. But what they, you know, like, they have to be... They have to be willing Actual. to be accountable for that. So the reason why I'm asking you this is because I'm asking you, do you realise that once we have hate speech laws, these new hate speech laws, it all depends on who's, gov- who's in government um, that will define what hate speech is. Do you well, understand written, that? Like, If it's written into law, um, if hate speech is written into law, it will be down to the courts to define what hate speech would be. Um, well, or else the government would have to pass a new act of um, a new act, like any government at any time. Could well, it would have to be le- it would have to be legislated for, and that's that's what I'm talking about. It, who, it's whoever is in power, um, 
makes the legislation. Yeah, but but, so but Anya, what he's point he's making is ultimately. It wouldn't be the lawmakers that would decide if you go to jail or if you're, you're guilty of the crime. It's up to a judge to define that and decide whether he believes under the law you are guilty of the crime. Well, that's I, I understand what you're saying there, but like for instance, we've stories in the media this week where the judges let another sex offender off uh, mm-hmm. recently. Various sex offenders have been let off, so you can have a very liberal judge. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, judges, different so, judges have different views, and yeah, some are stricter than others. Different views. What I'm saying is, the law as it stands is to stop uh, the incitement of violence and uh, there's enough and protection within yes. and hatred within the law. There is enough protection for people. Aside from what that girl said earlier on um, with the social media, because we're both yeah, because <laughs> well, the laws were made before social media was popular, of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, um, but should I, Anya, should it, I be allowed to go onto social media and, you know, and use the word faggot or queer or whatever disparaging term towards, you know, gay people? Should I be allowed to do that? I don't, uh, to be honest with you, I think it's the same as going onto social media and calling someone a uh, fat bitch. Do you know that kind of way? It's morally, it's probably not right to do that. Yeah, it's morally, nice. it's reprehensible. But It's not nice, but should you be punished by the law? Absolutely not. Like, unless you were inciting absolute, like, violence or, you know... Uh, or you're encouraging other people to, to beat somebody or up. Or encouraging other people to, you know, beat someone up or whatever else. Um, or, you know, spreading false information, um, defamation of character. But all of that, as you said earlier on, is already there. Okay, the law mightn't enforce that enough. But what is there is enough. Do you know that kind of way? Um, it, as again, it, again, it's up to whoever is in the police stations or whoever is... There too and faster. Um, I think anything further is just going to be harmful to Irish society, especially now where we have protests against asylum seekers. And it's not—it's not that people are protesting against people genuinely seeking asylum. People find this country is at, at capacity as it is. We've over ten thousand homeless people that we can't house. And plus, it's becoming a situation now. For instance, there was a woman raped in Donegal, and. I haven't heard that on RT News, have you? No, I don't know the story. I'm no. not familiar with the story you're talking about. Uh, in Donegal, um, yeah, by migrants. And like, you can say, well, somebody was raped from a nightclub last week, but at the end of the day, there's more of these stories we, of people who are coming into the country with ill intentions that aren't genuinely seeking asylum, that aren't genuinely fleeing water on countries. And even some who may have, like the guy who was given residency today, he was 26 when he came in from Eritrea and he raped a 42-year-old woman. Do you know who I'm talking about? No, I'm not familiar with the story you're talking right, about. Right, well, he was given residency today. He was given an eight-year sentence. Um, if you Google the article, you'll see it yourself. But, like, like people people don't want people like this. They don't want criminals in the country, of course. No, but nobody wants criminals. No. But okay, if you, say, okay, that, okay, if you but say that you're a racist, do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, know. I understand. There are people who have genuine concerns and they get called racist for having genuine concerns. And there are yes. genuinely racists as well. I mean, genuine racists. Yeah, there are, there are yeah. one or two of them on Twitter. I've seen them as well. I mean, look, yeah. there's lots of texts and, and people are making a lot of points here. Somebody says, no, yeah. and, um, in the same sense as they do in the Second Amendment, uh, obviously the, in America he's talking about, uh, top police are on the way. Wait until you see what happens to mental health then. Uh, and, yeah. so, and he also mentions, now, does the, the legislation, would it only be if it's in public? Uh, I suppose, Brennan... <laughs> The point that Anya's made, you know, if Anya went online and said, Brendan, you're a fat fecker, you know, that's equally as insulting as calling you, you know, a queer 
do you understand what I'm saying? Well, I don't know whether, whether mm. it is or not, or not. But but <laughs> it, it's just name calling, isn't it? You see, the point, the point, the point. I think you're missing throughout this whole debate, guys, and the point I think some of, some of the people have been missing is that the effect that the action has when it is specifically targeted against a person for their membership of a minority community is not just an effect on the person themselves. It's an effect on the whole community. So if someone attacks me because I'm gay, and it is a homophobic attack, it is a ripple effect that that has across the rest of the LGBT community, that someone has attacked someone because, like, it's the effect of having a child. Someone has attacked you, has attacked me, has attacked that person because they're like me. Oh, my God. It's, it's the... When there is an attack based on protected class, when there is a hate crime, the hate crime doesn't just have an effect on the person who's the victim. It has a much wider effect, a much wider community effect Brandon. than it does on than it does if someone gets Brandon, hit for being uh, wearing a red jacket. Brandon, is there such a thing mm. as somebody, a, a, a straight community? There is, certainly, yeah. A straight community. That's ridiculous. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. And I have a friend. One of my friends happens to be a very uh, conservative person who happens to be gay. And he goes mad when he hears people saying the gay community. He just say, I am a gay man. I'm not part of the gay community. Like, this is, and this is the thing. I find lately with the mm. LGBTQ in general, right, anything that I'm seeing uh, regarding these hate speech laws, it's, all actually, it's not actually pushing for equal rights because we've already got that straight across the board. It's like... It's literally to shut people up from speaking certain truths. Like, for instance, right, now there's a, new, there's a new law, right, that's after coming in that will equate, that basically two same-sex uh, people can both have their name on the birth certificate of a child, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, if I say I disagree with that, you might say that's hate speech. Do you know that kind of way? I disagree with mm-hmm. that because I value the fact that everyone has a mother and a father. And there's nothing wrong with me saying that, but most people nowadays in this liberal society want to pretend that either one or the other parent doesn't matter. Do you know that kind mm-hmm. of thing? Okay, well, 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 okay, well, okay with, let, let's see with, with that. With regard to that, okay, with regard to that, it's like that law came in and it's very welcome because it protects a lot of families that are out there and it gives... But it doesn't it protect gives, children. It does most certainly protect children. How does that protect um, children? I, I, don't, I, okay, protect I don't want to get too much into that law because only the law is that that law that you're talking about, which only came in the day before yesterday, is a little bit more complicated. It's not quite as simplistic no, as you make it. Up. I, 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 it, it only it applies, firstly, I think, to lesbian couples. I don't think Sorry, it applies I'm, to two men. Um, it only applies to lesbian couples where one mother was the bearer of the child and used her eggs, yeah. right? But the other mother can put her name on the birth cert as a parent. Uh, right. And and the only thing I will say, to, you know, in defence of what Anya is saying, Brendan, that this comes back to the argument I had about three weeks ago in relation to transgenders being able to change their gender on their birth certificate, that I believe that a birth certificate is a historical document and yeah. it's, it's basically a, a snapshot of time and mm-hmm. that you cannot change the fact that somebody has a mother and a father. You cannot change the fact that somebody was born a girl or a boy. If you want to change your gender, that's fine and you should be able to get an updated birth certificate. Uh, but the original birth certificate should stand as it is. And that would go for both that situation with transgenders, I believe, and also in relation to, say, a gay couple who have a baby because they are both not the parents of the child. Only mm-hmm. one is. I, so in other words, I we're really, legitimising lying now. 
to sue people. To, to sue. Okay, well, okay. I, I think Ben gets the point I'm trying to make. Sorry, Ben, you can respond to that. So, from, like, I think that when we're getting into the whole thing of parentage, etc., etc., and LGBT couples, same sex couples, surrogacy for straight couples or gay couples, or any of that IVF, etc., etc., it's an absolute minefield. I know. And I personally have very strong opinions on that. And. I would be quite conservative in that regard. I think there's a lot more to do but than that. That piece of legislation needs uh, loads of other legislation as well. For example, we should have legislation in this country that we we can't have anonymous donors, sperm donors. I don't believe you should be allowed not know who your father is when you're 18 years of age. Exactly. Uh, I, I believe every child, even the child of a gay couple, um, and I recently there, there was a lesbian couple on Twitter and somebody actually asked them, now they were being a smart arse, I'll admit it, who the father of the child was. And they said it was irrelevant. Now, I don't, as a person who doesn't know who their father is, which is me, I don't believe it's irrelevant who your father is. No, of course not. I, I, will, t- I will say that, like, I do think it's important that a person knows who their biological parents are. I think that's important and that a person has the right to know that. Um, I do also firmly believe that a same-sex couple can do equally as good or as bad a job with raising a child as an opposite-sex couple or a single mother or a single father. As long as the child has love, who cares? As long as the child is raised in a home and is loved. Where they have love and respect. Okay, but the the point is, and I would have agreed, Mm -hmm. and I do agree with, if it's a gay couple and they have a child, that both parents should have guardianship rights and should be able to get guardianship rights of that child. Absolutely. But changing a name on a birth certificate or putting a name on a birth certificate of somebody who is not actually the parent of the child, the biological parent of the child, because it is a birth certificate, the clue is in the title, is fraud. Yeah. It's fraud. And not only that, Brendan, it's, do you not realise, though, that all of this HB does is literally to stop, it's to shut people up. Like, for instance, the new RSC that's even coming into the schools, I don't agree with that. I don't want my children learning that 72 genders because there's not 72 genders and I, gen- I genuinely don't believe that. Do you know that kind of way the and science doesn't teach me that? But somebody from the LGBTQ community will say that that's hate speech. Do you know that kind of way? And it'll stop. Eventually, there will be a day that will come that when a parent like me wants to speak out and protect their children, their children will probably be removed from their care. And you see, the thing is that with that, it is, as I said, it's a very fine line when you speak on that with regard to the intention behind what you said the content of what you said, like turning around and saying, look, I don't agree with this is one thing, but turning around and saying, I don't agree with, I don't agree with these swear, litany of swear words, litany of derogatory comments towards people, that is hate speech. So, right, okay, but very... I understand, but from what I'm hearing from you, everything in the law is already covered, but you just don't obviously realise that. That's what I'm getting from you because, and I feel, I feel like we're agreeing on a lot of stuff. Like if you're, if you're I, I probably, think, I do think we we do agree on a lot of stuff. And and as I said, I am actually quite a conservative person, but yeah. I also, I also believe, I also believe that people do have to be willing to stand by what they say, and I do believe that people have to be willing to be held accountable 
And I think the law needs to hold people accountable for what they say. See, the, the problem and is, I, I, I think the problem, just because I'm going to have to wrap this up in a second, although I do want to go to Tom before I finish, and I want you to stay there, you too, because I know I'm conscious of the fact Brendan has to go because he's been on the air for a long time, and I appreciate him staying in the air, but I am conscious of the fact that we don't want this to turn, we don't want Ireland to turn into some sort of liberal echo chamber. And that's the fear that I have, because I think it's important and I do believe sometimes hate speech is important. And let me explain when I say that, right? Yes. I do believe that it's important that when we hear somebody being racist or when we hear somebody being homophobic, that we get an opportunity to hear that and we get an opportunity to hear them being called out for it. So I do believe yes. it's important sometimes in the media. I've had people on the air who've been homophobic. I've had people on the air who've been racist. I've no doubt about it. And those yes. people are challenged on the air. And it's only through that, Brendan, that we find out and we learn. And other people listening goes, Jesus, this your man, your man was right to call him out. That so it's only. Do you understand what I'm saying? It teaches us yeah. because if there was no homophobia and if there was no racism and if there was none of these things, we'd never know it was wrong in the first place. If you understand well, the point of no, what I make. But there was no homophobia and no racism. It would be a perfect world. Well, well, I mean publicly. I mean publicly. I mean publicly. When I'm talking about you know like, expressing it on radio. Like, and the, like the thing is that I, I, that <clears throat> I think Mara kind of hit the nail on the head with regard to what this legislation supposed to address when it comes to hate speech, that an update to the incitement of hatred legislation is needed to cover new... Um, yeah, social cover, media, etc., etc. To cover, et cetera, to cover yeah. developments in society. Okay, well, listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to wrap it up in a second. Brendan, I appreciate you staying on as, as long as you did, and I know you have to hop off there, all right? So I do appreciate you staying there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Anya, please stay with me. Let me go to Tom. Tom, you're on Classic Kids. How you doing, Tom? Tom, are you there? Is he? I'm here. Yeah, go ahead, Tom. How are you? Good. What do you want to say? Well, I don't really uh, ring into, into, into chat shows like this, but I heard quite a few of the things that you were saying there, and I think they have to go, they cannot go and challenge. Okay. Most of the things that we made, we said that, that you're talking about are things that we made up 2,000 years ago. What is wrong with believing in reality? Or belief is no belief, which is holding on to a belief without the, without any evidence or without any reason is absolutely no path to truth or no... What what did I say that you'd like to challenge me on? I, did, I don't think I mentioned God or the Bible. I'm an atheist. But go on. I'm, a totally, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. Okay. So what, 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 do you want, what do you want to challenge me on specifically? Uh, oh, where did my text go? Hang on. <laughs> All right, go on. Read your text. I didn't see your text. You can text. challenge me. I'm a Christian. <laughs> She's a Christian. You can challenge yeah. her if you like. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm, at, I'm on my phone. This is embarrassing here now. I've left. I've lo- yeah, I, I, your I, train of thought. It's okay, Tom. I don't want to embarrass you. Okay, but you believe that hate crime itself, uh, do you, or hate crime speech, needs to be enforced uh, in certain circumstances, um, and you're annoyed that people have brought the Bible into it. Is that correct? Absolutely. The Bible should be kept out of it. The Bible was... Why? It is, at very best, a book of tall tales from 2,000 years ago. I, would, I, would, I couldn't agree with you more. But why written, should it be left out of it? Because, because Anya is a Christian. She's entitled to reviews. Written by people who had no access to information, who, because of the time they existed, were deeply superstitious. If you look at our history, going back, humans are on the, the earth... Okay, but okay, I don't, I don't have too much time to go into what's in the Bible and what's not in the Bible. But Tom, I, I would agree with you, and you wouldn't, that the Bible would be socially constructed, right? But no. equ- equally, I could argue, for example, the modern genders that we ta- hear about talks on, on the radios and televisions all the time, uh, that's also socially constructed. So should we ignore that too? No. It's, are they socially constructed? Do we know that? 
first of all, well, they, well, they I, are I, unless, I, unless you genuinely believe that somebody has no idea what gender they are. Well, look at it this way: I'd have an open mind on that. I've spent twenty. Well, then spent why can't 20, you have an open mind on the Bible? What the Bible? There's no what, scientific ex- evidence that somebody doesn't know what gender they are. Exodus, okay, the Bible, Exodus chapter twenty-one, I think, details where you may buy your slaves, how long you may hold them, how you may punish them, how you may Old uh, Testament, them yeah. onto your sweet. If you if you you can't pick and chuck it. You can't pick and chuck it. If you think all these slaves is good. No, 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 no. You have to understand the context of it, and I would recommend you do a theology course because back then slavery wasn't like what we call a slave, like for instance in Africa where they were getting bet around, whipped, and all that. Yeah. Back then, slavery but, would be but like. The, but, the, but the Bible does condone it. And no, I think no, even, no, 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 even no, 2,000 no. years ago, it was wrong, and it's just as wrong okay, now. Don't listen then. Don't well, listen. I mean, Tom, we do have modern forms of slavery. All you got to do is go into any supermarket. <laughs> you know, so, you, so uh, we do have modern forms of slavery. You know, if you look around society at the moment, okay, absolutely. That's modern forms. Point. She's talking I, about I, the con- take- she's talking about the context of two thousand years ago, and I didn't want to belittle actual slavery uh, no, that black people went I don't know how I don't know how strongly con- context should come into it. Sorry, hello. When Abraham, well, let me when Abraham Lincoln, Lincoln to explain it. When Abraham Lincoln finish. was. If when Abraham t- Lincoln was trying to abolish st- slavery in the United States, okay. he came up uh, against you want the wickedest. I love slavery. He came up against the wickedest. As a matter of fact, it was uh, actually the Christians who ended slavery. No, the Southern Baptists were the ones who did not want to get rid of their Negroes. They did not want to that. Okay, so they, had God, they had God's right on their side that slavery is absolutely okay. You can, it details where you can buy them, how you may treat them, how the you may will them onto your son. Your, onto your children. That's only that's only one point. The book. Uh, if you, oh, yeah, well, I don't know where we're going with this conversation. We all know that slavery, in the form of what you're talking about, in the context of what you're talking about in America, was wrong and it was hideous. So, yeah, what's, no, the, but what's the point you're talking about? Let me get back to what we're talking about, which is hate speech. So, Anya has an opinion which comes from, a, I suppose, a Christian point of view, which I believe, although I don't agree with her, she's entitled to her opinion. So okay. why do you believe that, say, for example, if Anya, well, not Anya in particular, may not say this, but just say a Christian comes out and says, I believe uh, gay people are evil and will go to hell. Okay, that could be considered hate speech by some well, people. Yeah, absolutely, it could be. First of all, there's absolutely no evidence for heaven or hell. These are Okay, but I'm not, ask, that, that I'm not asking you that, Tom. <laughs> Tell me, you're, you're, missing, you're missing the point. Religion is based on faith, Okay. Those people who are religious believe that. You, you don't, a, a I don't. The definition of faith is faith is oh, belief. Jesus Christ, you're, not, you're missing the point. To... You're missing the point no, I'm making. I'm not. You I are missing the point I'm making. F- f- religion is... is protected under the constitution of this country. It's also protected under the equality laws of this country. This is okay, hate. can you can I ask, what do you mean by faith? Faith. Religion is based on faith, not scientific evidence. You're an faith is belief, is determiningly holding. I can't believe I'm defending religion, but here we go. Without any okay, evidence. The, you're, not, you're missing the point of the question I asked you, right? Anya has a right to be a Christian in Ireland. She has a right to practice her religion. Whether you believe it's poppycock or not is kind of irrelevant, right? Yeah. You don't have, nobody forces you to believe it. Nobody's going to force you to believe in God. Now, I if don't she. believe in slavery either, just to clarify okay. that, because okay. you never actually let me finish saying back then, in, uh, if you go back to the times of Exodus, if you want to say, um, the slave. It, people were actually better off to be a slave than to not be a slave in some in a rich person's household. And I, 
don't have time to go into all right now. Um, I don't have time to listen to it all either. Okay. Slavery, no, but servitude was not the same as what you would have as slavery and I'm not a pastor who's going to explain it, but I've done the theology course. Okay, let me me get back to what I'm trying to ask Tom to answer here, but he doesn't seem to be able to answer for me, all right? So so, so listen to the context I'm asking the question in, right, Tom? You don't believe in religion, you think it's all poppycock, and and so do I, by the way, right? But Anya believes in it, and I, well, whatever you want to call it, Anya has a right to believe in it, because constitution, she's protected, and the equality laws protect her as well. She has the right to believe and have her faith, okay? Whether you believe or not, it doesn't really matter. Whether I believe it or not, doesn't really matter, right? Now, she believes, or Christians, devout Christians, believe that homosexuality is a sin and you will go to, he- to you'll go to hell. Do you believe they have the right to say that? Um, I suppose um, they certainly have the right to say it, but I think okay, it well, that's the point. Awful, it? It, says, it says an awful about them as as people. Well, just, well, but, but, a, well but, I could equally argue you've just said religion is bullshit. Yeah, Sorry, devout Christians would understand. In, in that and that it has no basis in reality. Okay, well, no she, well, she will argue that, you know, being gay has no basis in reality as well, because that's her view on life. There's no... No, 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 no. no. Well, well, sorry, I'm not going to put words in your mouth on no, you, sorry. No, 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 because I do believe there's a there's a sect of people who probably call themselves Christians that probably aren't Christians. And actually, Christianity teaches us that we all fall short of the glory of God, every yeah. single last person. So we're all sinners. But in accepting Christ, that we, you know, we have a renewed heart. And how, how about this? I am, the, I am, well, hold I am, on, let me finish. Let her finish, let her finish what she wants to say. Just let me finish. Okay. At the end of the day, right, God created every man and woman with a plan and a purpose. And when we go off that track, whether, or not, whether you believe in it or not, when we go off those tracks, we actually hurt ourselves more than hurting others. And that's what I believe in. Because okay. although we have the Ten Commandments and although we have, Things that a way that God has shown us that to stop us from hurting ourselves and from hurting others, a lot of people lose sight of that and lose sight of what Christ actually meant and what the cross was all about. And Why at the end, okay. of the, at the at the end of the day, God also said that He who was without sin cast the first stone. Which is why, regardless of my belief, I literally have love and respect for everyone that I meet. Because that's, okay, okay. That's well, let, 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 Tom, Tom, very quickly, because I have to wrap this up. Go ahead, Tom. What do you want to say, Tom? Do you want to say anything else? Oh, he's gone. Right, okay. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and you preached to him just before he went. Would you well, he might be a convert now. <laughs> <laughs> he might be a born again by tomorrow. Thank yes. you very much indeed, Alan. You appreciate it. All right. right okay, no Bye, bye-bye. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hit.